Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And of course, available wherever podcasts can be found. If you like wrestling podcasts, hit the like button right now. Oh, not just the like button. By all means, do hit that. But go to the subscribe. Yeah. When we hit subscribe, there's a little thing that pops out, and you could say uh, notifications, all, some, what. All, that's the correct. Just make all. All is the correct. All is, is Look, the ideal man. choice. Because it's not like we put a bunch of stuff out. Just a video. A if you like wrestling, but you're not a, a jerk about it, yeah. hit all on the notified bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Went through another YouTube sub purge and lost about 300 subs. Yeah. Got to get them back. Yeah, I guess so. Somehow. <laughs> hit that subscribe After button. the holidays, maybe we'll do a sub drive or something. I don't know. There you go. Is there, is there another gimmick we can pull out of the hat to... I'm sure. Hey, if there's one thing we're pretty good at, it's gimmicks like that. I guess so. <laughs> uh, we're also on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. All sorts of great content over there. The other day, <clears throat> we went on a gambling spree in uh, GTA 5. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. That's available right now for the patrons. And then, so we're not going to have a bonus episode like this afternoon, but like later on tonight, my goal is to get it up, uh, some bloopers or at the very least, just the raw footage of you in the RoboCop outfit over there in a cardboard box. Oh dear. I might just upload that raw file <laughs> as a bonus episode because it is pretty damn funny. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, we I hear did, you laughing while I'm in there trying yeah, to act like a robot. Yeah, because yeah. it's hilarious. Uh, we did get a couple new patrons in, so we want to give them a shout out. Daniel Litton, Josh Dionio, Mike Tangwall, Wins2, Michael Milbury, Peter Watchtowich and uh, Mike Josephs. Thank you very much. Thank you all for your support. Yes, thank we you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then, of course, tomorrow's Ask Stephen Larson. We have to put up a thread for that. That as well, we do for the friendos. That we um, do. So, anyways, uh, let's talk about this AEW now, and then at around one p.m. Pacific time, uh, 
4 NXT, p.m. Yes. Eastern, yes. we're going to talk some NXT. Yeah. But right now, we're going to talk about AEW. Correct. Fun show. Good show. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I didn't watch last week's, but I heard last week's was really bad. I'm assuming this week's was better than last week's. I didn't watch last week's either. Um, I didn't really hear anything about it. I, you know, the editorializing I heard about is what you mentioned just right now in previous, that it wasn't their their best effort. Mm-hmm. Uh like the match was fun. Some of the story stuff, I don't know if I'm really into. Like, uh, uh, I don't mo- like the stuff with Brandy. Yeah, okay. That promo was a little, a little awkward. Yeah, I think was, like she slowed her cadence down. I think to sound sinister, menacing. I, I still think that Brandy's an odd fit for that particular role. She's too corporate. She sounds like well, she's too corporate, but she actually seems like a really pleasant person. There's that too. She seems like a, she seems like a boss you'd be welcome to have. Yeah, not the leader of like some sort of sinister cult type thing. And also, isn't there a little bit of crossover there, uh, seemingly between this Nightmare Collective and Dark Order? I understand their motivations behind recruiting people might be different, and what they may offer is different. But when you got uh, two kind of mysterious uh, 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 factions, if you will. Well, now kind of three with the, 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 the butcher and the blade and the bunny. You yeah, know, you got um, kind of sort of a bunch of cults going on there. Kind of. I, I don't know. It seems like they're they're at risk of having too many groups or factions with kind of similarly themed gimmicks. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I I I think it'd be cool if the Nightmare Collective became like a little a little bit bigger, um, like added some dudes to. The, it'd be kind of an interesting sort of you know an inverse of what we usually see, which is, oh, you know, which male uh, dominant faction should add a female? Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of cool if this started out as, as women and then added a couple of dudes to it. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of neat. That'd mm-hmm. be kind of different. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Brandy, she's got a lot of, I mean, she has a lot of natural, she comes off as an authority figure in the first place. So, I mean, she adds some extra heft to the group. But, yeah, she does come, she's, she's a bit too polished for what this is, it seems like. Yeah, and I guess her, you know, when she think, says, I'm, I'm going to be heel now, I guess. She just talks slower. And when Cody uh, gets on the mic and talks about it, he acts like it's like a side hobby of hers. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, let's like talk walking about, around taking women's hair. Let's talk about this real quick because it sounds like, uh, I mean, this is obviously either just a shout out to their friend or maybe a hint at things to come. Well, I mean, I don't know how tight Jericho and one Marty Skrull are. It was Jericho that he had. There's no writers behind Jericho stuff. That's all him. Oh, if you think that they're not in there saying, "Hey, toss Marty on that list," I'm not saying that wasn't the case at all. I'm oh, saying yeah. that it, he wasn't handed a script. No, I, I never said he was. I didn't say that. I just, but he he said the word. He said the name Marty at the end of his thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking about here. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay. Are you, on a, are you in a weird mood today? I guess so. Okay. I had a lot of coffee this morning. Okay. Well, maybe we should slow down on that. Anyways, it seems like there's a potential that Marty could be showing up in AEW. Yeah, totally. This might be the first little the first little hint that that could be the case. Although, isn't he doing something for Ring of Honor still? His contract was up last weekend, I think. Yeah, I know. We all heard that it was up last uh, weekend. But I think he's still doing one more show with him. Uh, yeah, well... <laughs> wouldn't surprise you if, if he told Ring of Honor, "Hey, I'm going to be debuting for AEW like on December 18th or maybe the first of the year or whatever." So if you want to get one like, more well, show out we, of me, can we do another show with you? Well, I just told you that I'm debuting with AEW. Well, can we still do one more show? We'll give it. We'll You're not going to draw. We'll give you 150 bucks, like the rest of our talent. You're not going to draw. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of cool. Like you know, he gave Marty a little shout out. 
Why are you on Rovert's Twitter because, account? Because <laughs> uh, Cage Side Seat said Rovert said that uh, Marty to AEW isn't a done deal because oh. Ring of Honor's offers allegedly massive. Five hundred dollars in appearance, Marty. We'll give you triple what we normally pay people. Oh, it says here. I was trying to find that original tweet, and that's what I was looking for because it was related to Marty, and that's what we're talking about, right? Uh. <laughs> Yes, it is. I don't know. Hey, man, can you too good me and we can start this over? Why is it I didn't mean over? to get under your skin somehow. I don't even know. I stumbled under your skin. You didn't get under my skin. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, man. I was just being silly and you took it all serious like. Um, yeah. Sometimes I don't know. I, I can't read you. I've known you for 25 years. Sometimes I still can't read you. Anyways. Uh, so oh, here we go. Oh, Kirsten, man. Rover tweets a lot. Kirsten says, yeah, way too much. Kirsten says, uh, final battle tagging with Flip Gordon. Yes. <laughs> Poor Flip Gordon. Poor Christopher Daniels. <laughs> I know. Poor Christopher Daniels. Look at this. And then he falls. Just falls. <laughs> at first, I was like, "Man, what a really, what a really great looking worked botch." And then I saw it again. I was like, "I am. was just a botch." Just a botch. <laughs> Anyways, but there wasn't like a. I mean, I'm surprised. I thought you were going to be all about it. Usually, you're all about AEW, and I was like trying to bring it for AEW today. Uh, the Statlander stuff was good. Oh, she's fantastic. Okay, so what'd you think about all the shots at NXT? Oh, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. The Britt Baker thing was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like the elite's thing. I know. I mean, that that kind of bit seemed like it, it, it would have been right at home at being the elite, where there was something happening, like the Young Bucks super kicked somebody at a hotel, and they turned those, and Britt's there doing that or something like that. Which yeah, I, totally feel like, I feel like I feel like AEW they kind of need to do more BTE type stuff because that's sort of what brought them to the dance. So that's yeah. I thought it worked. Oh, I, thought it was good. I didn't have a problem with it. I, saw yeah. it. I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. That's it. I didn't really and think much more about it. Cody calling out Damian Priest's version of the crossroads, mm -hmm. saying that it was it's a bad crossroads. They're botching it on two channels now. I'm okay with that. You know why? Because it fires up their base. Yeah. There was one thing I've learned in politics. You got to fire up you your base. You do have to fire up your base. Your base don't turn out. You got no chance. Like Cody at some point should just come out there and go, NXT. I know. And then everybody will start going, oh. <laughs> Like that one time, uh, Sami Zayn said AEW on Raw. Just don't be sly about it. Don't even put it in context of anything. Just come out there and say the 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 phrase NXT. Yeah, no, That's NXT. Ooh. <laughs> no, but like a lot of the matches were good. I don't know. Some of the story stuff, I'm like, eh. yeah, I kind of like it better when it was just more focused on in-ring stories. Yeah, but that's not gonna work, man. That's not gonna work. We'll see what the ratings are like. They need see that was that was why I was actually came out of AEW, and I was like. Man, they actually gave us some story stuff. Whether I like it or not, they actually got on the mic and explained things. And then even like MJF had a response to Cody, which I'm assuming they're going to run because it was a really good promo. I assume they're going to run that on TV next week. Um, uh -huh. They really should. Um, if they relegate that just to the internet, that'd be no, but like I like Cody's promo. He, he always delivers. Yeah, that was good. I like that they added somebody to apparently uh, her name is uh, Melanie Cruz. Mm -hmm. To the uh, the nightmare collective, mm -hmm. I like that they they did the shaving the head or the they shaved head during picture in picture, which made it more strange that they would do that in picture in picture. Main event was kind of whatever. Um, oh yeah, it was kind of whatever, but the, but the end picked up pretty good. Yeah, it was weird that they went the first five minutes just wrestling. Well, that was Janela's like thing. Wrestling. He wanted to prove that he could mat wrestle. Yeah, that's to me. I don't really care about that. Like you're Joey Janela, man. Just start doing crazy stuff. What well, do I did? Care? If you want to go, if you want to prove you can wrestle, like do enter a wrestling competition. Didn't he enter do, an amateur wrestling? You should competition. do uh, Josh Burnett's Bloodsport. Oh, he wanted to. He wanted to take on uh, Enzo. Oh yeah, remember that? 
Yeah. That was a funny little video. Weird shoot moments. Now Tomatonga is going after Enzo on Twitter. <clears throat> well, he's an easy target, isn't he? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, it started out with the Young Bucks and Dustin. Oh, man. This is awesome. Versus Sammy Guevara and LAX. Uh, I'm a really big fan of Sammy Guevara. I love when he tries to do moonsaults. No, was it a moonsault? He's no, it was shooting, shooting star, star press, press with his phone. There's literally nobody even close to being right there. No, he was too busy on his phone. <laughs> he was too busy was on vlogging. his phone. I thought that was great. I, I wonder got, if he was on Twitter looking at pictures of Jack Nicholson on a boat. Maybe eating a giant sub. <laughs> and he had a box of pizza. I know. And swimming in the ocean. <laughs> with smoking a cigarette. Smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Dustin, he is the natural. What is he, 50-something years old? He moves amazingly. I know. And they have that gag in there that he's catching his breath. I don't think he needed that. Yeah. Like his cardio is off the charts. Yeah. Doing destroyers. Wrestling a PWG style match in his fifties, it there was amazing. Two, yeah, there were two PWG style matches it was on amazing. TV last night, and this was one of them. The other one was the main event. Yeah, this one was NXT. great. It, it lasted what twelve minutes? Yeah, it was all cool. action, never let up, never slowed down. Fantastic stuff. Uh, I feel like. What do you think? Compare and contrast. Sammy's six thirty versus Ricochet's six thirty. Oh, Ricochet's. Man, Sammy's for whatever reason just took me so off guard last night. I was like, "Holy crap, that looked amazing!" Well, his looks Ricochet's good. Ricochet's is is more graceful. Sammy's looks like it has more impact. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, Ricochet's is graceful. He, he, I think he he compacts himself in a tighter. He does. So ball. I think that makes it less impressive. When Sammy, it looks like he's about to hit the floor, and he's doing, and he's still like doing a bunch of spins. That was crazy. I was like shocked at that one. I hadn't seen him do it before, so I was kind of surprised. It was by pretty it. great. Yeah, there's. A, yeah, you're right though. It was like a PWG match. Oh, it was tons All of fun. Of great stuff. Um, where where do you even start? No, oh yeah, the, you can go to the finish. We can just keep going. I want to talk about. Well, I mean, yeah, Dustin did destroy. Or anything it. you liked here? Well, I like that spot where Matt hits that cross body on the inner circle. They get up, and then Nick and Dustin like do a crisscross thing where. Nick hits a tope on on uh, one of the guys, and then Dustin takes out the other two with the senton off the apron. Yeah, it was fun. That was awesome. And he hits a destroyer later on. It was great. That spot where Dustin gets in, he takes it to LAX. Uh, a couple great power slams to them. Sammy comes in. Dustin's like, hold on, I need to catch my breath. He does, then he hits Sammy with a power slam. That was great. This match was all about spotlighting how awesome Dustin is 30 years into his career. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Ortiz was... Uh, Ortiz. He was cussing a bunch ringside. Uh, yeah, there was that one bit that was totally caught on. Like they were barely able to bleep out when he said D, mm-hmm. but he yelled it. I think it's okay, like for Cody to get on the mic and say you're a D, but you can't say S my D. No, that's different because that's a that's a verb. <laughs> the other one is a noun. <laughs> Telling somebody, instructing somebody to S my well, D. Well, the S is the verb, but the D right. it's the context of the D. It's if the you're calling someone, it. like if you say S my D, you're referring to the organ. Yeah, right. Whereas you're calling someone a D, that's that's you're not referring to the organ itself. You're comparing one to to the organ, to said organ. I mean, you're yes. still you're still saying, saying context is everything though. <laughs> In both cases, he's great. Ortiz is so good, like to, uh, playing up the crowd, though. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a couple spots. It was like it reminded me of the the riddle stuff uh, at PWG uh-huh. when somebody else, oh, uh, like yeah. on the opposing team, yeah. would execute some cool move on his team. He turned to the crowd and was like, "What? Did you just see that?" Ortiz is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, just his character stuff is really fun. yeah, it's good. Uh, finish. Oh, sorry. So the finish is uh, Sammy goes up top, but not before grabbing his phone. So he's vlogging. He goes for a shooting star press. Instead, super kick party. Yeah, that was cool. From the Young Bucks. That was really neat. And then, uh, so he's laying on the mat by the corner. 
uh, and then uh, 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 Dustin and Matt pick up um, LAX and Tombstone position. Nick then jumps off the top rope, kicks them both into Meltzer drivers, and then hits a senton on Sammy. Mm-hmm. When he lands, he pins Sammy for the win. Damn impressive finish, I got to say. Yeah, man. I thought that was so the the creati- creativity of the Young Bucks off the charts. Man. Knows no bounds. Yeah, so uh, next week they said we're getting a street fight. No, it was a Texas street fight. Sorry, Texas There's street fight. There's a huge difference fight. there. What I is the know. difference between a Texas street fight and a They should do a, a, a thoroughfare fight. Oh, that'd be good. So take it Find back. Find a to, ghost town? Yeah, yeah. Just make it old timey. I've always wanted to visit a ghost town. I've never been to a ghost town. They, they, there's a couple out like within a couple hours of driving distance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've driven like parallel to ghost towns. Yeah, like off the freeway. I've driven by some crack houses. It's kind of different though. Yeah, it's quite a bit different. <laughs> After that, we had uh, Trent. Uh, J, according to Jr., formerly known as Trent Beretta. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I think that was his name in uh, NXT. That's what J, Jr. exclusively knows of Trent from his time in NXT because I think they're around at the same time. Versus Phoenix, knew who was winning and going into this one. That was my main problem with. Oh, I'm not gonna talk about NXT. That was my main problem with NXT. There was too many matches where it was going into it. I was like, well, I know who's gonna win this. Yeah, yeah. Um, with a whole lot of drama. And with this one, but it's 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 Phoenix, so you're always gonna get something. Oh fun. man, yeah, he does, always does all sorts of incredible stuff. Yeah, um, and it's great that he's bringing back the Muscle Buster. Hmm. But he doesn't do it like people. He doesn't. No, he doesn't do it like Smojo though. Yeah. Smojo put him up in his fall backwards. He spins him around, so it's almost more like a driver. It's probably even more dangerous. No, because he, he, he has his arm under their neck to keep their chin down so they don't lay on their head. I'm sure it's perfectly safe. Probably not. Uh, so anyways. Uh, this is another fun match. Phoenix is incredible. Yeah, he's great. And he won with the aforementioned muscle buster. And then they start beefing after the match. Yeah. Like Trent puts his hand out. Hey, Phoenix, shake it. And Phoenix like, no, I'm not going to shake your hand, dude. He's kind of a jerk, Phoenix. That's like how he's booked now. Yeah. Both him and Penta. Uh-huh. Penta won partially by kicking Christopher Daniels in the front area. Also because Christopher Daniels like fell off the rope <laughs> yeah, that in too. comedic fashion. But like, I don't even know if he would have hit that move because there was the stage there. Yeah. Like if, if he had hit it how he's supposed to hit off the ropes and done the moonsault off there. There's a lot of stank when you're coming down off that. Yeah. yeah. And you need that extra four feet. Yeah, I feel right. like to land that move. I don't think that's, I feel like that's something you can do when there's a ramp going right up to the stage. But I don't know. I'm not a wrestler. I don't know. Anyway, so Trank put his hand out. Phoenix is like, no, I'm not going to shake your hand. And Trent, angry about being rebuffed, like starts laying into Phoenix. Yeah. And Chuck has to get in there to, to break him up. Well, he just lost. He's humiliated here. He, angry you know, Trent. JR's bringing up his NXT past. Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, angry Trent is something else. Just, yeah. He, like, we met him once. He didn't seem like an angry guy at all. No, he spilled coffee all over his jacket. Confused, yes. And he, angry, seemed, no. he seemed flustered, but not angry. Flustered, yeah. Not angry. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Cody interview where he starts talking about the scar on his head. It's a reminder of his failure. Uh, he says uh, he has no friends left because all of his friends are preoccupied. Or turned on him. He mentions Dustin uh, in a blood feud with the Bucks against uh, XLAX. Uh, Brandy's going around chopping people's hairs off. And, uh, and his best friend, MJF, kicked him in the balls. Uh, noticeably absent, he did not mention Kenny who also did not make an appearance. No, he's got another match uh, against Kip Sabian on Dark. Oh, well, it's a good thing they have their top star on Dark. Yeah. Uh, and he says, uh, Butcher and the Blade, you know, if you won for a match, you just could have asked one. And he says, you know, I get 
but I get the nature of your debut. Wrestling is all about punk, pomp and circumstance. Look at my entrance. Mm-hmm. He says, well, they could have a, nap, a match now, but Cody wants to pick his own partner. Instead, they announce uh, later on the episode that they will have a match. Uh, Cody will tag with QT Marshall. Mm-hmm. You know who's taking the pin in that match against Butcher and the Blade. And then he mentions MJF. Wait, one. what? Back up? What? Yeah, Cody's tagging with QT Marshall. He's, he's a, Should I know that person? Yeah, he's been on uh, Dynamite a couple times. What? Is he like Super Jobber? Yeah. QT Marshall. Yeah. He's been in a couple tag matches. He's lost a lot. What the heck? I don't even know what this thing is. Um, and he, he talks about MJF throwing the towel at full gear. How that oh, well, here's a match against uh, Heavy Machinery. Yeah, they've did been you mean? There. Did you mean he's been on NXT before? No, he's been on Dynamite, dude. But this is a picture from NXT. I understand. He's been on Dynamite, too. Has he? Yes. I don't remember that at all. Um, <laughs> says that MJF throwing in the towel wasn't his choice, and he talks a bunch of trash about MJF. That's when he brings up uh, now uh, Crossroads are being uh, botched on two different networks. Um, and then he culminates by calling him a Bush League NWO version of Chris Jericho. Anytime he calls someone an NWO version of somebody else, it's pretty I funny. pop. It was pretty funny. Um, and he goes on to explain why he uh, uh, befriended MJF. And at the end, he said, I knew that MJF was a bad guy, but at least he was going to be my bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he says, I'll give you MJF. Uh, you know, MJF said he's never going to wrestle Cody. Name your price. Cody he, said he's fake rich. Oh, MJF is? Yeah, he yeah. said his scarf is fake. He's got, what did he say? He's got, uh, God, what was the term he used? He's like, I don't know, but he basically called him fake rich. And so he was like, hey, you know, if you do want money, I've got that. Here's my very expensive watch. He says, first, here's my truck. There's only 300 of them. Here's keys to my Ford truck. I know you love it. Here's a watch that Tony Khan gave to me. This is like, it's the most expensive thing I have on me right now. Right. You could have it. You could have my Louis Vuitton shoes, my red bottoms. Red bottoms. Took those off. And here, if you want cash, uh, Justin Roberts brings in a briefcase, opens up, says $50,000 in cash. When we prove it's real, here, give 100 100 to that kid right there. If you were super rich, would you be a fancy European shoe guy or would you remain a sneaker guy? Sneaker guy. But you just wear really cool sneakers. I'd wear, I'd have a a, a more extensive collection of sneakers. Okay, yeah. Right on. I mean, I don't know how much Louis Vuitton shoes cost. I'm guessing it's a lot more than probably any pair of sneakers I want, say for like some off white Jordan 1s, which you have to buy, you know. What about those Back to the Future shoes? Aren't those like fifteen grand? Yeah, okay. So those only that's com- on par. But that doesn't even look. Those only look comfortable. I'm not. I don't want to wear shoes that aren't comfortable. Yeah, right. So, anyways, um, Cody really wants to have this match with MJF, um, and he says, "I still think MJF is the future of this business, but it's going to take me educating him with pain mm-hmm. to get him there." Yeah. So it was a really good promo. Cody's dropping. <clears throat> Great promos left and right. And then you can see MJ's, MJF MJF's response on internet right now. So uh, that's cool. I really I, I really hope they put that on actual TV mm-hmm. um, and don't just rely on, on social media because uh, it's really well done. And he responds and he says, I am actually rich. And, uh, and he, 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 again, he's making really good use of that ring. Because, you know, Cody's thing was kiss the ring, and now yeah. his, now he has it, and he kisses the ring. Oh, there you go. So, see, the ring, well, I was, I it's all just, good I just stuff. I wanted the ring to mean something. You crapped all over the ring. I just wanted it to Can mean just something. just get this out right now? You crapped on the ring. Because I didn't think it was going to mean anything. As long as it means something, that's all, that's, that's all I care about. You have little faith. Yeah. What's it to you? 
you know what it's to me. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I just remembered, man, it's Christmas time. I can get some eggnog. Ugh. Oh, it's amazing. Tastes so good. Anyways, you know what else tastes so good? A Joey Janela interview. Where he's like, he's he's he, he's got kind of a he's got kind of a George McFly thing going for him. Kind of. Hey. He whisper screams. Yeah. Hey, Mox. It's our density. I mean, our destiny. I was one of the first to sign with AEW, and I was put on the back burner. I've been on the back burner. Uh, hey, but unlike Punishment Martinez, he accepted donut from us. Uh, that's true. Not yet. He you went over there, and he said. Hey, uh, Joey and Penelope. Joey and Penelope. Would you guys like a donut? And they're like, maybe later. And then he said, Joey, keep her away from Kip Sabian. I didn't know who Kip Sabian was back then, man. Well, you should have known. And then, uh, and then he was like, maybe later. Yeah. And because he was hurting. Yeah, he was, he was hurting after that uh, hardcore match with the uh, Hangman Page. And we put the donut box on our table. I went to the bathroom Everybody could just walk around and cough on it. Yeah. And a couple people got it. And then Joey Janela comes over and is like, hey, can I still have one of these? like, of course, bad boy Joey Janela, but keep her away from Kip Sabian. You didn't know who Kip Sabian was then either. Yeah, I did. I'll oh, get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> Anyways, Mox interrupts the promo. He face palms. Yeah. Shrugs and just goes, kids. Kids. And walks away. Talking down to Joey Janela. Yeah, man. Uh, next, another fun Dark Order video package. Um, so there's a dude. I like this one. Dude on computer filling out like a survey or an application. And then he goes to like the ceremony where he's uh, uh, inducted into the group. And then uh, they say, well, why do you want to join? Uh, what do you say, revenge? Yeah, well, it showed some of the words on the, his application. And he's like, he's like hate writing. He's one of, like one of those angry nerds who like viciously attacks things like Star Wars. <laughs> it's like, I hate people. And so he's like, for yeah, for vengeance or revenge or whatever. And they're like, acceptable. And so yeah, here's he's mask, in. he's in. The and other guy. The portly guy from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, they were like, what, what's your deal? And he should have said something similar because he got pushed around too. But he said, I just want friends. Oh, they don't like that. They didn't like that at all. So they, they uh, uh, Grayson. Kicks him yeah, to the, the ground. And the creepers come up and start like creeping on him. Rubbing on his face. Yeah, they're like. Yeah. Yeah. Because I started with that and I thought, oh, they're, this is going to get grim. Because my wife, I was watching with my youngest daughter. And my wife's like, you sure she should be watching this? I'm like, all right, turn turn your head just in case 
think it is get, still really weird. It's weird. Yeah. But I, I was like, they're going to get up with like an eyeball on, you know, or something like that. No, they just kept on like messing yeah. with dude's face. <laughs> they're like, not, it was like, a, I'm not touching you thing. Yeah. Kind of. Did you ever do that to your brother? No, I'm not touching you. I think I did it to my sister a couple of times. Uh, so anyways, uh, yeah. And then there is a cool little montage of all like the weird stock footage mm-hmm. models that they mm-hmm. had with the psh- mask on. Yeah. It was cool. I thought it was really cool. And they got a cool new logo with the graphic that kind of glows and stuff. Yeah. Great. They should have been doing this before. Yeah. Though. No, if they had started doing this kind of stuff, uh, this gimmick would have started out on more solid footing. I'd have been about it. Yeah. Uh, next Nyla Rose taking on Leva Bates. Yeesh. Uh, Nyla, uh, pretty much immediately has the upper hand. She goes for a beast bomb. Peter Avalon, of course, he joined Leva ringside. Uh, he gets in the ring, gets in Nyla's face, tries to shush her. She grabs his finger. So Leva goes out and grabs a book, hits Nyla with it. Nyla's like, I don't care about that. No cells. Choke slams both of them. Mm-hmm. Wins with a beast bomb and then hits another on Leva after the match. She's going to go for a third. Shanna runs down the ring, hits her with a top rope fun splash. Superman punch, sets up for another. And then Nyla drops her with a power slam. This next part was fantastic. So uh, Nyla goes gets the table from under the ring. And then, uh, so she sets up the table in the ring. Sets up like she's going to powerbomb Shanna through it. And referee Rick Knox gets in her face. Is like, hey, don't do it. Don't do it. And she puts Shanna down. It's like, all right, fine. Here, Rick, I'll shake your hand. Pulls Rick Knox in, powerbombs him through the table. Yeah. And then gets Shanna, powerbombs her on top of Rick's Knox. That was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was good. Um and then later on, they said she was she'd been suspended for that. Wasn't that the bit where Britt Baker was yeah watching and in there and then Excalibur says that's Adam Cole's girlfriend. Yeah, she's a dentist. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. That was good stuff. Uh, next, Chris Jericho came out for a promo. Um, of course, he's getting cheers and he was like, "Hey, quiet, uh, city of Champagne. Uh, nobody has ever done anything that's come from this town." I'm more famous. I've done more than anybody uh, born in Champaign. And I think Tony Khan was born in Champaign, Illinois. Oh, that's funny. I think because the crowd was chanting Tony Khan. Ah, okay. Remember when they announced that show, that was where he was born. That's cool. Uh, They made a big deal about them coming to Champaign. Yeah, and I think that's why. That's probably why. Okay, I never understood Also, that's where University of Illinois is. They've been hitting college campuses. Yeah. Um, So I'm sure that's part of it, Yeah, it was a good crowd. A lot of all the, I mean, I haven't seen any, you know, there's always like, they always frame these things so that any empty seats. And then you hear, I don't know, Meltzer or somebody said that the the upcoming show in Cleveland apparently is not selling great. Mm. Um, but uh, uh, but last night's crowd looked great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so he shouts out his champagne, a little bit of the bubbly. Le bubbly. I was looking at buying some. It's, it's, it's kind of spendy. How much is it? It's two bottles for 46 bucks. Two bottles for 46 so it's 23 a piece. Oh. Not including shipping. Well, I'll give you, you want twenty three bucks. I'll chip in for you. Want to you want to have a bottle of bubbly? We'll do a review of the bubbly. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. See, we can make our money. All right, back. once we uh, once we we're done with this, I'll hop on that. Um, so he says he's got to have some new jeans while I'm at it. He's got holes in them. You missed your chance for uh, Black Friday bargains. Maybe they're still doing Cyber Week sales. Some people do Cyber Weeks now. That could be. Express always has sales going. That's true. Uh, Anyways, he says he's got to have one more title defense this year, and he gets to pick his opponent. Mm -hmm. And so he pulls out a clipboard. Or sorry, Jack Swagger has one on him. Did you see what Jack Swagger was wearing, man? Yeah, man. That was awesome. He looks straight up like one of the Royal Tenenbaums. I know. It's amazing. Maroon slacks, maroon maroon slacks, matching polo. It was great. Oh, he looked great. It was great. 
So he has. He says, I have a list. Crad pops, and he's like, it's not that list. Yeah, this isn't 2016. Yeah, he says, it's the lexicon de la champion. And on commentary, that they said, I don't think Jericho knows what lexicon means. Yeah, and then Tony was like, or JR said, you're going to tell him? <laughs> and he says, on it is every man he refuses to wrestle. And, of course, Mox is mentioned a lot because like Mox is going to be entry, his yeah. next opponent. And so, but amongst other people on there was uh, Kenny Omega, Kenny Ortega, Kenny Chesney, Kenny Chesney, Kenny uh, from South Park, Kenny from South Park. He just named the bunch. It was, it was pretty great. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It's good stuff. He's doing a good job of hearkening back to past bits, mm-hmm. but doing enough of a twist on it doesn't seem like retreads. Yeah, it's great because this invokes both the list of Jericho and the hey, list of a thousand and four holds. If he wants to be a greatest hits guy, that's totally cool. He's earned that. He's at that stage in his career. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. He should have put Dean Malenko on that list. He should have. Um, and then he says, Ma, and then Jurassic Express music hits. No, he said Marty. Yeah, he didn't say Marty. The actual word Marty came out of his Marty. mouth. He just didn't get to the second. I know. Because he was about to say the second part of his name. But yeah, he, then he interrupted by Jurassic Express. They come down. Jericho says, oh, I'm happy uh, you guys are here because Luchasaurus, Marco, you guys are on this list. And uh, <laughs> Luchasaurus. He said, I don't fight dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, and we say, uh, guys are too small. For... No, no, sorry. Luchasaurus says that. Dinosaurs and children. Yeah. <laughs> Luchasaurus grabs a mic and goes, yeah. says, you probably think I talk like that, don't you? I've got two degrees. I've got a master's degree in something ancient history or yeah. medieval history and yeah. starts naming, uh, I don't know, like French authors or something like that. Do you know yeah. who any of those people are? And uh, he says, Marco, he's just small for his age. <laughs> Jericho said, he's no, small, small for any age. He's small for any age. <laughs> that and was then, pretty uh, funny. That was pretty funny. And then Jericho turns his attention to Jungle Boy and says, hey, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, uh, you weren't on the list. He said, if, you're, if, I, if I'm not going to fight you, I'm not going to fight you. Am I going to fight you? And he calls him a piece of shit. He <laughs> <laughs> says, you couldn't last 10 minutes with me in the ring. <laughs> and then Jungle Boy says, I can last 10 minutes with you, and I'm going to kick your ass. And he goes and slaps Jericho right across his face. Yeah. There's a brawl that breaks out. Jurassic Express clears the ring. We have Jericho's challenger for a December 18th episode of Dynamite. Yeah, they're all going to bring it for December 18th because at least for AEW, it's their last show of the year, I think. Yeah, yeah, because they're not running one Christmas Day. Right. And, and the way uh, NXT's framing things, it seems like they may not either. Yeah, because December, they're like really There's making two title defenses. December 18th. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, so I wonder what they're going to do. I mean, oh, do, do recap. everybody's do recap shows. I know. Do recap shows. It's fine. I mean, USA has, uh, I don't know if they have. Christmas themed programming already in place. Oh, that could be because it's Christmas Day. Like they probably have like the 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 jingle all the land, way land, yeah Lampoon's jingle all the way marathon Christmas or something vacation. like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's TBS. Does Christmas oh, doesn't story. somebody do like Christmas Story think, like twenty four yeah, hours? I think it's TBS. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it's yeah. either TBS or TNT. One of them does. Right on. Anyways, Jungle Boy versus Chris Jericho should be good. Yeah, that should be that should be Jungle really Boy uh, a really good. I, I like that AEW is 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 by and large having Jericho's title defenses between pay per views be against in the case of Darby Allen Jungle Boy up and coming talent. Yeah, the a same really way, good showcase of their skills. The against Same their way they use in Mox. Also, yeah. they got Janelle and then Darby Allen. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's it's funny because I, I was talking crap about it last week. I think or earlier this week, and you made the point. You know, I mean, these guys they're not going to be main eventers like right now. But it's good for them to get that shine in the main event spot. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a good point. Solid point. Mm-hmm. You're a piece mm-hmm. of crap. But that's a solid point. 
Uh, after that, we had Chris Statlander versus Ikaru Shida. Oh, this was fantastic. Hell of a match. This was fantastic. Holy crap. I like that uh, Statlander's gimmick is essentially she's an alien. Yeah, that's cool, too. I really love that they went all in on her uh, cheesy Videotron. Mm-hmm. And they like literally just showed that feed on the on the broadcast. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And then you see her, and she's just like an alien. Yeah. I really hope like she just, if she does promos, it's like an... Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever you imagine alien language is like. That's what I think it is. Yeah. What do you think aliens sound like? I have no idea. Really? I've never met an alien before. I'm not going to presume that I know how, sure how they about sound. That? Well, I guess I am sitting next to you. Uh, fun match. Uh, at one point, uh, Statenliner goes for this crazy moonsault where she just like kicks one leg back and just does a backflip. Yeah. And then uh, she made everything look so easy. I know she's really good. Yeah. But she just eats a knee from Sheeta. Sheeta goes for the knee off the chair. And then uh, Statlander catches her, drives her to the barricade. Um, and then back of the ring, she does this. It's not like the traditional like rolling cover segment that wrestlers will do. Well, they'll try to cover each other and end up rolling around the ring a bunch of times. This is like a design move from Statlander to dizzy Sheeta by doing all these covers rolling around the ring. Yeah. And then finally settling in and going for a real cover. Yeah. It was really cool. Only gets her a two count. Oh, by the way, uh, Nicholas Combs bringing this up. Uh, we totally had somebody do a sign. Yes. Yeah, that was right. That was awesome. That was really cool. Um, and the stat liner here is a backbreaker. Sheeta uh, <laughs> transitions from that right into a Fujiwara armbar. Uh, stat liner gets the bottom rope. And then she hits a face buster. Scissor kick only gets her a two. Sheeta hits a shining wizard for a two. Uh, stat liner ends up winning, surprisingly somewhat. This is our first like one-on-one match, I think. Yeah. Um, with a, like a cradle tombstone. Yeah. Type move. They they made they did a good job of commentary really pushing that uh, Sheeta is the number, is number one contender. contender. Yeah. Um, does this force Britt Baker completely out of the rankings? Is that why she was in the crowd watching that the watching the the know. other match? No, I think she's still because she lost to Sheeta. Yeah. And then Statlander just beat Sheeta. Sheeta. So uh, after that win, Awesome Kong and Brandy come out to the ramp. Brandy has a mic. She uh, dubs their uh, their burgeoning faction, Nightmare Collective. We are the Nightmare Collective, an extension of the Nightmare Nightmare family. family. Again, great benefits. Corporate health benefits, 401k plan, uh, revenue sharing. Yes. Stock options. Stock options. She says. Company car. She says, yes, we're a collective part of Nightmare family. Like any family, we're looking to grow. And so uh, she makes a pitch to Statlander about joining. And then Statlander's just kind of like... She doesn't understand English because she's an alien. She's an alien. So Awesome Kong steps up to her. And then... uh, Pulls uh, out her knife. Yeah. And then a fan, Melanie Cruz, ringside, starts yelling, I pledge! I pledge. I'll join. I I I want in. So security lets her hop over the barricade or lets her pass. Um, And then they take her hair off. Yeah. First, picture in picture ads. First, it was with knife, and then they get some clippers out. A very disgruntled looking employee with some clippers comes down. Oh, I can't believe they're going to do this during yeah. picture in picture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and then there's a really cool picture of all three of them. Yes. On social media. It's Melanie Cruz. She's an indie wrestler. Yeah. Now, uh, man, I don't know. She, I know Stat, they, they made a point of saying also afterwards on social media that Statlander has indeed signed mm-hmm. with the company, which is huge. I thought I had heard awesome. that earlier this week. Yeah, I think Brandy said it earlier this week. Okay. And then, uh, yeah. Apparently there was some sort of uh, mix-up, wasn't there? It, with WWE, like, like they her wanted her, but yeah. like her paperwork got like lost in the shuffle or something. That's what happens when you start signing like literally everybody with a face. 
Anyways. Anyways, I'm happy she's in AEW because she's great. Yeah. Uh, next, Christopher Daniels versus <laughs> Pentagon Jr. What he does, what, like I, I understand the point of SC, <clears throat> of SCU is that like they're two, two of them are kind of older dorks, and one of them is like a, a young stud, yeah, young Gersta. He's been doing it since like 2001. Really, not that much longer. But no, Scorpio that's why Sky. I didn't bring up Scorpio Sky in terms of having matches, uh, championship matches against Jericho in terms of up and coming guys. Because <laughs> granted, he's not a household no, name. He by feels stretch. like an up and coming guy, is, but, he's, but he's been doing this for like 20 years. For yeah, like a million years, like 15, 20 years. Yeah, I think no, I think his debut was 2001, so he's coming up on 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. Um, so, but Christopher Daniels doing the, I know, I get it. I know it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be cheesy, but to me, it's like, oh, oh the mic stuff. It's, oh, I can't stand that. when it's look, when it's all mm. three of them, I'm okay with it because they're all a group and they're all having fun. When it's just him, it is the dorkiest thing. And it's, it's can't. even, even it's amongst, cringe, amongst right? the whole faction. I can't stand it. <laughs> I just can't. he comes out there with the mic and like half plays the hype man. Oh, it's painful. Wow, man. it's revelation. Painful. I didn't know that. Not into it. I didn't know. That. Not into it. Now if he was out there lip syncing along to SCU's theme like uh, Taichi does, okay, that yeah. I'd be into. Oh, okay. That's the level of cheesiness I can I could buy into. Well, the thing about Taichi is that he's got the whole opera gimmick going, and like. I, I don't know much about the Japanese music scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, oh, maybe this is part of that. And he just, he looks really cool. Christopher Daniels just looks like, you know, old guy. He's like a 50 year old dude. <laughs> exactly. It was like, dude, it was like the, the party we went to at StarCast. It was just like a 50 year old white guy's, you know, dream party. Yeah, with LA Guns playing. Which, granted, look, we're not that far away from being we're 50, not. but we're not that. No. <laughs> I was never much into LA Guns. I was Gun. sad that the next year, Janella, or the next Starcast, Janella had uh, Tone Loke, man. Tone Loke. We've seen Tone Loke before. That'd he was have been great. My thing, yeah. Yeah, man. Tone Loke would have been great. But, yeah, and then uh, and then Daniels hit that botch off the rope. Yeah, he hit the ramp hard. Yeah. That was rough. I mean, I, the, the match started out okay when they were trying to brawl on the ramp and going for pile drivers and stuff. Yeah. There was fun bits. No, there was. Great. There was. But, uh, yeah. At a certain point, what's his fifth? Phoenix came out and, like, threw Daniel's mic stand into the. Yeah, and the Pentagon was going to try to use it. And then, uh, uh, where, where is it? Uh, yeah, he tries to hit Daniel's the mic stand. He, uh, he hits him with an STO instead. And so Daniel's goes to pick up the mic stand, thinks about using it. And it's like, well, if he uses it, he's going to be DQ. doesn't want to do this. So he tosses it aside. The ref goes to kick it out of the ring. Pentagon low blows him. Package pile driver for the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't like with that moonsault thing off the rope. I didn't know how he would have hit that with with the ramp there. Don't know how he would have done that. Well, he just would have. It would have just landed on Penta. Penta was standing up though. No, he wasn't. Oh, he wasn't. No, he was, All right. he was in position, and he landed next to him, and then Penta was like, he looked over at him, and then he started rolling. Up. It was just bad. Oh, yeah. Anyways, after that, we had a promo uh, from the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny. And, uh, yeah, Ali says, the Bunny, I guess, says uh, they're tired of seeing Cody everywhere. They're in AEW to cut the head off the snake. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. That's good. I like Ali as, I guess, sort of cult leader person, I guess. I guess it works. Time travelers are from uh, the turn of the century, 1900s. The two dudes look great. Yeah, man. Pepper Parks is Braxton, Braxton Sutter's Sutter. name. And then, uh, uh, I guess, the Butcher. 
Yeah. That's Andy Williams. He's a guitarist yeah. for some band. Too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's cool. Man, that guy's got a life. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Anyways, any sports a monocle. Yeah, not a lot of people can pull off the monocle, but he really does. I mean, I've never tried the monocle, but it doesn't even put anything holding it with, like, just pressure from your eyebrow. Do you think old-timey guys who wore monocles only did that exclusively at, like, parties? Oh, I don't think they wore them all the time, no. Right, yeah. I mean, I think it's more so something you want, like, reading glass, something you want to see, you got to pop that monocle up Mm. and hold it in place and then look through it. Like, why why, why not wear glasses? I don't know. This glasses existed. There has to be a reason for that. Maybe. The, the mono, probably like a sign of. No, oh, I'm sure. You know, it's a social status thing. Could be. <clears throat> Can't be troubled with being able to see out of both eyes. I don't know. I don't know if it was for people who were like had bad vision in you one know, eye. It could, or it could be similar to bifocals, where maybe people are more or less able to see distance, but not because up close. similarly, if it was just one eye, you can get a dummy lens and then a good lens. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just look more distinguished. Maybe. I'm sure it's on that. We could look it up yeah. very quickly. Yeah, I'm sure we could. Anyways, this main event saw Joey Janela, Matt Wrestle, John Moxley for five minutes before we got a real match out of these guys. Yeah, but once we got going, it was fun. Yeah, no, it was cool stuff. They they knew how to pace this match. Yeah, and it was well. paced well. From built, Matt Wrestling. And it built, built up. And I get, like I said, this is what Joey was saying, that he wants to, <laughs> I saw on Twitter, he said he wanted to improve his Matt Wrestling. So it played into that. He was trying to hang with Moxley on the mat. And then he reached the point where he was like, I can't do that. So he had to get crazy. You got information for us? Yeah, a little bit here. The antiquarian Philip von Stosch wore a monocle in Rome in the 1720s in order to closely examine engravings and antique engraved gems. But the monocle did not become an article of gentleman's apparel until the 19th century. It was introduced by the dandies quizzing glass of the 1790s as a sense of high fashion. All right. So at first it was like a magnifying glass, essentially. Yeah. Gotcha. What are the dandies? I mean, I can only take a guess. It's like a gym dandy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're fancy. A dandy is historically a man who places particular importance upon physical appearance, refined language, and leisurely hobbies. Sounds a lot like myself. Well, except for the fashion part. <laughs> I know. i got to get new jeans. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's some brawling on the ramp. Mox goes for a paradigm shift. Uh, Janela gets out of that, hits a tornado DT on the ramp. That was cool. Joey jumps off the top rope, but Mox rolls out, and Joey just hits the suicide dive. That was cool. Uh, they're both back in the ring. They go, they're both in the top rope. Mox is going for the super paradigm shift. Uh, Joey gets out of that and hits like a – what you, like the motion you do for a roll up from behind where you stick per, your arm to the person's crotch yeah. and pull them down. He did that off the top rope to kind of powerbomb Mox off. That was neat. Uh, Mox goes another paradigm shift. Joey escapes, sends Mox in the, up in the turnbuckle. That looked rough. Mox rolls out of the ring. Joey fin- follows with – this was great because they have a shot of Mox 
just like recuperating from being thrown headfirst in the turnbuckle, and he's leaning against the timekeeper's table. And it's like a medium shot from waist up. And then out of the top of the frame flies in Joey Janela yeah, and then stuff. puts Mox through the timekeeper's table. That was great. Uh, Joey tosses Mox back in the ring, goes for the Macho Man elbow, hits it, can only get a two count. They're back brawling up on the top rope. And it looks like Mox kind of like paradigm shift Joey on the top turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. While they were uh, brawling up there. Yeah. And then uh, followed with a proper paradigm shift for the win. And then to close the show, they hit Jericho's music. Uh, he walks in through the crowd, poses with title. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that's to be the match for next pay-per-view. Yeah, seems like it. And they're taking or their Bash time. Or the... Man, that seems like a big or deal. Maybe though for Jericho Cruz? For Bash of the Beach? Maybe, because that seems to be the next big thing they've got going. You know, it's just an episode of Dynamite. Yeah, I know, I know. But their next pay-per-view, have they, they haven't nope. even announced their next pay-per-view. I still speculate. Well, I mean, maybe since NXT has that show on President's Day weekend, that Sunday, maybe they'll, since they haven't announced anything, maybe they'll reconsider. Yeah, that's that needs to be a big pay-per-view thing because, I mean, Mox could definitely be the guy to take it off. I mean, it actually makes a lot of sense at that point. Um, yep. Maybe at Bash of the Beach they'll do something like he'll have to take on Hager in Hager's first match. Mm-hmm. You know, like that'll be that could be like a special thing for Hager. Uh, Hager still needs to have a match against Dustin. That match needs to happen. Do they have a thing? Uh, Hager's the one that broke Dustin's arm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So that match needs to happen. Mm. Hager hasn't even had a match yet. No, he has not. He's just been the heavy. No, I kind of like how they do that though. Me too. I, I'm I'm happy they just haven't had him trot out. <clears throat> beat like Luchasaurus or beat, you know, mm-hmm. somebody smaller, a QT mm-hmm. Marshall, something mm-hmm. like that. QT Marshall. <laughs> You're all, who? Like, he's been on the show before several times. Mm. Uh, let's answer some questions, Steve. No. Before the show goes completely off the rails. Joshua Martinez, thank you. He just he's emoji. Or a he could be emoji. thanking us. Or is that a monocle emoji? That's why I was about to say the same thing. Looks it like could a monocle be a monocle emoji. Uh, Kyle Mushigan, Nightmare Collective, gave me CM Punk Strategy Society circa 2008 vibes with the haircutting. Thought the same thing. Yeah, a lot of people thought that uh, on the Twitters. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are so crappy about it, too. They're like, are they really ripping off CM Punk? That was 11 oh, years man. ago. People are so crazy, man. I know. They just need to chill out a little bit. Uh, Pete Santiago, you guys watched the show Vikings. No. My, uh, Edge is on that, right? Or he was. I think he was. Uh, yeah, Edge. Yeah, my wife watched it. Um, she seemed to like it quite a bit. Cody Miles brings us up <clears throat> in the Discord, which you can actually get free access to right now for like limited rooms in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then full access to the Discord, uh, $1. On Patreon. It's all it takes. Uh, it's all it takes. One dollar. Uh, but Cody Miles brings up this theory, and I really like it. I think it's great. The theory that the Dark Order, the Nightmare Family, and uh, the Bunny Butcher and the Blade are actually connected branches of the villain enterprises. Oh, Marty Skrull is going to come in, and they're all one big thing. That would be so cool. That would be cool. Because that's like a crazy, like every, like, hell of people in one huge Thing. If it brings Marty and, and, and Birdie King and PCO over. Even just Marty. Yeah. I mean, I like the other two. I just don't know what their contract status are. Yeah, I don't know, know either. They probably signed like a I hope flip not. Gordon five-year. hope not. Here's my soul deal. Uh, Pete Santiago again. You guys crack me up when you argue. Um, yeah. I mean, it, we've, we've known each other probably too long. At a certain point, we should stop knowing each other and then come back around to knowing each other if it feels right in the moment. I'm saying this is a long-term plan, not a right-now thing. Oh, okay. 
So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get your hopes up. Sorry. I went. I came in this morning. I was like, I want to buy you lunch. Let's go. I'm going to buy you lunch at Brew Pub next yeah, door. Yeah. And you're like all crappy to me today. No, I wasn't crappy to you today. You're kind of crappy to me today. I wasn't. I, was just, I think it's because you didn't have a good holiday. You drove like way too much. Well, I, didn't, I didn't have a bad you holiday. You didn't get a break. Yeah, I didn't get a you break. You need a break. I do need a break. Yeah. I do need a break. You get to sleep in. Well, you know, I don't know about sleeping in, but tomorrow. No, I'm not, I don't get to sleep in really. No. But what yeah. day? One day this week, actually, it's up to like 730. For me, that's sleeping in. <sighs> Yeah. This morning I got up at like quarter to six. Just woke up. Yeah. Didn't have to. Nobody else was awake. This I just woke up. Totally true. Cody Miles says, things Steve doesn't remember. Shane versus Taker at Hell in a Cell. I had totally forgot about that. It's not surprising. Look, I have a terrible memory. It's getting worse, too. It's getting really bad. I honestly think I probably have got early onset Alzheimer's or something. I think my memory's failing me because uh, uh, I, I like to have a beer every night. <laughs> Um, and alcohol kills brain cells. Yeah, that's like a whole other thing. And then he also says, like, 2020 might be a really bad year for us. Yeah, we try to get to the end of the year to the best of stuff. I don't know. What happened this month? I literally, no, I have to start working on best of December because we have, a, or best of November, rather, because we have, I have a thread up here. And so, like, I'm going to have to go through that stuff because I don't remember what happens. Uh, and then he says QT Marshall. I also forgot QT Marshall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nick C signs in the front row for Going In Raw, Cultaholic, and Simon Miller. He says, also, I did a podcast with Simon this morning reviewing 2019. Always a blast. Check you later. That's cool. Simon's good people. Oh, really? That's cool. Nick C was on a podcast with Simon Miller? Yeah. Holy crap. Good job. Uh, Inner Circle Bud Ryan, Alan Jones was on Jericho's list. That is uh, AJ Styles' shoot name. Bud Ryan. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, Bud yeah. Bud Ryan. DM me on Twitter because you didn't see the tweet. Evidently, DM me, please. I need to get info from you. Uh, Dominist says, "Which one's Dawson?" Scott Dawson's the bald one, man. Yep, I know that now. S eight. When will AEW reveal a mid card title? Uh, maybe on the Jericho Cruise. There you go. I don't know. We're not Nostradamus people, but it should be. If you're the question is when should they? The sooner the better. Soon, yeah. Maybe the next paper. The next pay per view. There you go. Do a tournament. Exactly. Do a Tournaments tournament are always to great. the next pay-per-view. Tournaments are always great. Get to Bash of the Beach. When's Bash of the Beach? January 14th. And then do a tournament after that. And then the finals, next next uh, pay-per-view. Cody says, since Mania Week shows are being announced right now, do you think AEW will run a show at least Dynamite in Orlando that week? I would doubt it. Uh, didn't Cody say that's for, that's for WWE? Yeah, I don't think they'll touch it. Um, Wolfpack for life over here on the Patreon. What chant has lost its impact the most? This is awesome. Hey, oh. you know what I was really happy with, though? There was one person I noticed during Brandy's speech. I heard one single guy yell, what? And then not again. Like, she can say something, and nobody says anything. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's, it's great. so great. Did you notice that when Rhea Ripley, I'll just bring this up now on NXT, when she was like, in her introduction to Mia Yim, when she's like, here's the things about setup. Well, I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was kind of awkward. Yeah, it was awkward. And there was a long pause, and you hear this one guy go, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, because everybody's confused. <laughs> I, was, I was confused, too. I was like, you could just hear, you could just, like, feel a fart in the air. Well, you, 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 know? you could, you could you seem like you could hear everybody thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Including Rhea Ripley, like, her face was like, uh... And then Mia Yim's music hits. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. oh, okay. This whole thing, this match against Dakota Kai was a setup. I kind of feel like Rhea Ripley should still want her pound of flesh too, you know? It was her team that got turned on. Yeah, but she won. Her team won. Still, you know, I feel like 
And she, didn't she, probably, you know what it is, probably deep down she's like, yeah, I kind of had that coming. I was kind of a dick to her. Eh. I think, dude, I don't know. I'd feel that way. Like, yeah, I had that coming. Probably should have been nicer. Uh, Wolfpack for life. What chant has lost its impact the most? This is awesome. Holy shit, you deserve it. Name the show after something cool happened. Uh, you deserve it. People say you deserve it for everything. I always liked uh, on, I think it was on an episode of Straight to Hell, uh, Osprey said he hates the uh, fight forever chant. He's like, man, usually it happens towards the end of a really good match. And I'm like, I just want to get this done with because I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, fight forever? And I'm like, no. Yeah. Fight for like another minute. Yeah. That was pretty funny. That was good. Yeah, you deserve it. That needs to go away. All right, just use sparingly. This is awesome. Really gets used too often. Yeah. But the crowd is happy. We're going to be upset with the crowd being happy now? Come on. Where's the question thread? Uh, Bobby Rivera, will AEW work out its quirks like audio issues and save me from having to watch WB my whole life? There are some audio issues kick off Dynamite. Oh, it was minor. It they're, was still, minor. they're still learning how to do TV every week. It's, it's not easy. It was all... And then all of a sudden, like, no crowd. Yeah. Yeah, they also... I'll be honest with you. I could deal with a couple audio issues here or there. JR is wearing thin on me, man. He really is. He is wearing thin on me. Like, I'm so, I'm so tired of Excalibur being so into it and dropping these move names that, like, we've all heard. We all know what they are. Yeah. And then JR's like, oh, is that what... What was the the one Eska? Es- oh, es- es- yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know? And then JR was like, yeah, hell of a car. Something like that. Yeah. And then Tony just chuckles. Yeah. I'm like, get out of here, man. Yeah. Tony and Excalibur be a good two-man team. I know, I agree. Uh, the rain trigger, they should debut Marty by having Wardlow rip off the suit and only reveal Marty on stilts and a really <laughs> puffy shirt. How great would it be if Wardlow was actually like a flesh mech for Marty's That'd girl? That'd be great. <laughs> that would be that's, that's a villain move right there. Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Dunnigan, why did NWO Tessa Blanchard want to join Brandy's cult? I was thinking that too. I was like, yeah, holy me too. crap. Me too. That looks vague. That looks a lot like uh, Tessa, Tessa Blanchard. Blanchard. I thought that too. Uh, Kinaku Bone Man. Uh, who would you pick for a modern era wrestling Mount Rushmore from any promotion, men or woman? Man or woman? A modern era Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Is Cena in that? Is that modern era? Yeah, I guess we modern era. If we define it like last ten years, okay. Then Cena would 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 would, would obviously a qualified Probably Punk would Cena, be on there. Could Brock, be on there. Punk, and then like Charlotte or Becky, something like that. I'd have Okada. Okay. Yeah, we had Brock on there. Is this he's, my Mount Rushmore or yours? Deal. It's yours, but I'm telling you what to do. No, you're not. Just put Brock on there. Think again. Well, I am, but you can accept it or not. Okada. Uh, Charlotte. She's uh, good. Uh, last 10 years. Daniel Bryan. That's a good answer. Um, Brock Lesnar. And then probably CM Punk. Really? No Cena on there? No. Wow. What a terrible Mount Rushmore. Not my best. Cena, Brock, Brian, Charlotte. Uh, and then, uh, like, Cody. It's too many. It's four. And then uh, Pepper Parks. Oh, oh QT Marshall. <laughs> QT Marshall. QT Marshall. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, and we'll do one more. All right. 
Let's see if there's anybody here in Discord. No. Boy, Discord is just Cody Miles. Nobody else is. Here's the thing. You got to tag us in Discord if you want us to, if you want to get our attention. Yeah. All right, fine. No more questions. Wow. Uh, oh, here we go. Matthew Bowers. Jericho has had quick feuds with Darby, Scorpio Sky, and now Jungle Boy. All for the title. Who do you think has the highest ceiling between them for the future? I'm going to say Jungle Boy. I think he's got a great look. I think that he's really young. Uh, and he's not too short. I'm going to say Scorpio Sky because I, I feel he's like... He's so old, though. I know, but he's like the most... He's not so old. He's like in his late 30s. That's uh, really old. Not really. Jericho's like pushing 50, dude. Um, I feel like Scorpio Sky might be the most well-rounded uh, uh, star of the three. He's great on the mic. He's great in the ring. Tons of charisma. Um, like Darby's fun in the ring. He's got tons of tons of charisma. Obviously, I don't know much about his mic abilities. Same with Jungle Boy. Yeah, I think if we're talking who's most ready for prime time in the near future, it's Scorpio Sky. Well, the question is the highest ceiling. Highest ceiling? It's Jungle Boy for sure. Darby Allen's too small. I'm sorry, I'll just say it. He's too I don't small. know if he's too small. I think he might. He's really small. He's small. But I, th- I think the, the worry about him being small is only a concern in conjunction with how he wrestles. Because he's that small, and he throws his body around with reckless abandon. That's another reason why he's not, he doesn't have a high ceiling, because he just throws his body That's around. That's more my concern than whether he's 5'7 and 170 pounds. I don't that, really care that, about that. Well, yeah, you don't, but I think a lot of people would. Uh, Jungle Boy's got a great look. He's I don't kinda, think Jungle Boy's much taller. Oh, there's a difference between Jungle Boy oh, yeah. and Darby Allen looks more like Marco Stunt. Well, he's not quite that short. He's getting there, though. He's short for any age. Um, Jungle Boy, he's got a great look. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he's going to be a terrific wrestler, and he's really, really young. And that's the thing is that Scorpio Sky is not really young. So it's like in the near future, yeah, he might. I would love to see him as champion. Love that. I think it'd be great. Darby Allen's 5'8". That's being generous, man. That's about right. He's like 5'5", probably. Oh, that's not. No, he does he, he does not have an really? entry. That's not to yeah, look, the bottom one. Wow. Not even wow, that's surprising. Yeah. Let's see what chat says. Usually they're they uh Jungle Boy is slightly shorter than Jericho, yeah. So they he's built five ten, so he's two inches taller than Darby Allen. <clears throat> Shane says Jungle Boy is smaller than no, that's not right. Yeah, five ten versus five eight. But I'm telling you, Darby Allen's not five eight. That's not not even not a chance. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in on that definitive word. <laughs> Thanks. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Oh, we're gonna be back later for NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 